Welcome to SBM Studios Podcast, your home for the most insightful interviews featuring Southern Gospel artists and industry insiders. Now, here's your host, Scott Bolden. Well, thank you, Jason, and welcome everybody back to SBM Studios Podcast. We thank y'all so much for joining us for another episode, and we thank you so much for helping us out by sharing. We've got a lot of great feedback. Uh, We're growing, and it's all because of you guys helping share the word, and we just appreciate it so much. A lot of the feedback we've got is that you really enjoy these interviews with our Southern Gospel artists, and we're going to keep that up uh, with this one. I am just tickled to death. This young lady is someone who uh, really, when I cut my teeth on Southern Gospel music, is her group was one that really grabbed my attention. And I think one of the first cassettes I ever bought was uh, from this group. But uh, I'm just tickled to death to have Miss Kelly Nealon Clark with us uh, from the Nealons. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Hey, Scott. You just made me sound really old. Oh, no, we're not that far <laughs> apart. No, 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 no. Oh, that's funny. I'm just kidding. I mean, when you think cassettes, <laughs> if you'd have said eight track, I might have to kill you. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I, but I was here for records for a thirty three and a third and uh, um, eight tracks, but I was not here for seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, no, I, and I uh, I was on the very end as far as the eight tracks, but I never bought one for my personal collection. I was in records and see uh, cassettes by that time. Oh, but. they were bulky. They were bulky and tore up all the time. <laughs> That's good. Well, I sure do appreciate you uh, sharing this time with me. Uh, I know y'all are very busy, and it means a lot for me to uh, to have you on on my podcast. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I look up to y'all and always admired you. And uh, I know pretty much everybody who listens uh, will know who you are and know a lot about your family. But if you want to, to kick us off, will you just tell me a little bit, uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself, your background, your family, just kind of introduce yourself to our listeners in case someone might not know you. Okay. Well, this group, um, the Rex, the Neelands, um, evolved from the Lefevers, Eva May Lefevre, uh, Uncle Alf and uh, Pierce and Urias and, um, so my father sang bass and for 20 years for them and they all retired. And when they did, um, he ha- he brought me and Janet Pascal and Rodney Swain in and we, uh, he called us the Rex Nealon singers and later it evolved into the Nealons, but, uh, we've been singing for 43 years wow. and now it's third generation it's me and my husband jason clark and my daughters amber and autumn and it's um my father would be so proud oh yeah you know that three generations later this ministry is still carrying on and it's carrying on with his family and uh it makes me proud and i'm sure it would make him proud oh absolutely and i tell you I talked about my admiration for your family as a whole, but, you know, growing up, there was no one that I looked up to any more than Mr. Rex, Mr. Rex Nealon. I mean, he was just uh, always a a picture of class and and kindness. You could tell he genuinely had a love for people and uh, loved what he did. And just, uh, yeah, he was an encourager. So, yeah, I know I know definitely uh, just make him proud to, to see that, like you said, the third generation of the Neelands uh, carrying on the legacy and the tradition. So that's wonderful. 
Yeah, makes yeah. me proud. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And yeah, you mentioned some of those names. Yeah, I, I, I kind of came in on the tail end of that switch from the Lefevers to the Rex Nealon singer, so I remember that well. I got tickled. I came across Karen, uh, I think it was last year, and actually I have an album of Uncle Alf and the Lefevers right, that had yeah. ca- had Karen and had Mike Lefever on it. That was pretty cool. Now, they were just, that was before she came to you guys uh, as part yeah, of the Rex yeah, Nealon we singers. Were- we were all just kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I know uh, you basically grew up on the road, right? Then with Mr. Rex being with the Lefevers. Pretty much. You know, uh, when I was 13, um, one of their soprano singers, um, uh, the McNeil sisters at the time, uh-huh. was getting married. And so he called me in to come and sing. Uh, and I sang my first note. in Lexington, Kentucky uh, at 13. So from then on, I basically just traveled on summer break because I was still in school. Okay. But, oh, boy, I did love it. Oh, I I bet. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) apparently. And then when the opportunity came, when I know Miss Eva May uh, Lefebvre retired, and and that's kind of when the switchover kind of happened there toward the – uh, mid to late seventies, then you had the opportunity to uh, to, to go full time, and then and then it goes from there. But yeah, y'all, uh, tell you what, I remember back in the uh, early eighties and the mid eighties. Uh, there's there's no way around it. You guys, uh, you know, definitely one of the top uh, artists uh, that you know in popularity and as far as hits. And uh, like I said, you get definitely grabbed my attention, and uh, I was a, a big follower uh, of the Neelands all through my teenage years so yeah that's uh that's 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 wonderful and then thinking I, you know i was thinking about that and you said 43 years that the group has been uh on the road and right. and I, I was thinking when i was getting ready to talk with you just about the the you know the transition you know there's been changes throughout there was change from uh when you talked about with janet and rodney and you coming in to the group and and then i know there was a transition time later on when mr x decided to retire and then there was changing and then now to to this third generation with uh, your daughters in the group who do a marvelous job but you've really seen you know a lot of change to those 43 years and, and god's blessed all the way he really has and um honestly it wasn't a, as much change as it seems cuz Karen was here for 10 years True, and right. and uh, Janet was there for 5 and Amber has been the soprano singer now for 18 years and we haven't had a change in 18 years so yeah you know that's that's saying a lot and we I'm I'm thankful for it Karen you know it kind of transitioned in a in a little way from Karen right. there was a few changes there you know um just people here for a few years but once amber took over we've been the same for 18 years and that's very few groups can say that oh no absolutely and i was thinking even more so than personnel wise than even just like watching the music change and the stylings and and just kind of change because my you're right my father was very very um he loved bluegrass and very traditional and, right. you know, I kind of like inspirational. Right. And so I really like both, but, um, the, the girls, when I say that, I mean, Amber and Autumn, they kind of like that. Uh, Amber likes a, a little more inspirational Disney kind of sound, oh, I, yeah. I might say, yeah. but Autumn loves the more bluegrass country style. And so it's hard to, to do an album and find a, the good, the best blend of all different kinds of songs. But honestly, I can say on this, uh, our new project, which is called Peace at Last, mm-hmm. it, it's 
it's a great blend of all kinds of different sounds, but wonderful words. I mean, fantastic words. And, and I, I am so excited about this project. I loved um, the uh, Americana Sessions. That was our last project. Right. And I loved it because it was classic songs and we were able to do uh, tours you know, with American classic songs, but this is, you know, this is a a total gospel, um, eclectic kind of music, but I love it. I mean, I literally love it. Like the song Peace at Last, it, Mm -hmm. and, and when God pulled back the curtain, I mean, every night, I know they're new, you know, and, but I'm so excited about it. I just, I love the message and I love these songs. Yeah, and uh, I'm familiar with when God, uh, if God pulled back the curtain, and then also uh, y'all just, Jordan. yeah, y'all recently released that video for Jordan, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing as well. And that I, is so fun to sing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, and you know, thinking about it, and of course, you stand for yourself. I mean, just former uh, several times winner of the uh, favorite female artist of the year, and then you know, uh, Autumn and Amber, uh, two of the best young voices in the in, in period. I mean, they could sing any genre just about that they wanted to. Just amazing talent. And I tell you, speaking about the albums like the Americana Project, and then this project, uh, you know, Jason is one of the most talented individuals in the industry you know yes he sings and yes he plays but his musical production and arranging and all that i know he works hard on these projects for you guys and it really he really does yeah he has great really good well great ideas you know mm-hmm. and um he can you know it's one thing to have an idea but then it's a whole nother thing to follow through with it. And he's not afraid to try something like um, we did the video. It was all in house, you know, the Jordan video that's in our field. Um, You know, we're, I'm, I'm terrified because we're in that, you know, doing that video and there are bugs and all (laughs) kinds of things. The grass, you know, it's a field. And so we do hay, we grow hay out there. And so it was, um, it was up just a little bit, but, a little bit too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then as it got darker, I'm like, ah, what if things start crawling around in here? <laughs> so uh, did y'all sa- save any outtakes from the, uh, I'm sure that sounds like there was probably some possibilities of some fun moments there with that recording. I'm sure there are. I, 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 <laughs> whew, it was something. Yeah, I'm, you know, I don't really mind the creepy crawlies that much, but in the dark when I can't see it, it's not the most fun thing in the world. So No, that... it's not. And we got, we have coyotes out here. I mean, I've only lived in the city. This is, this is new territory for me. Oh, it, yeah, I know. I've, I've watched y'all on this transition. I saw the other day where Jason was talking about the coyote issue. And of course, y'all are dropping new calves on the ground. So you've got to watch out for that. Now, maybe let's just even talk about that because I, I kind of had laid out here to talk about everything that was going on with you and your family. And over these last several months, uh, y'all were blessed. Or I guess it's probably been about a year ago, hasn't it? When y'all were blessed with the opportunity to change addresses and y'all took over a farm and a venue and uh, you want to talk a little bit about that oh yeah you know I've lived in the city my whole life so this was a real transition we bought this farm actually a year ago yesterday okay and uh, it has a wedding venue on it and this weekend we had a we call it a double wedding which means we have two weddings 
back to back. Mm. And so it's, oh, I absolutely love doing the weddings. I mean, I, it wasn't my dream. I never thought about it, but I love it. You know, you see the brides and their family and, and it's so sweet. And, and I'm thinking all this love, you know, hopefully it's all love, <laughs> but all, all this love is on our property, you know, and then they have their reception in the barn and we have like three wedding sites um, outside where they can get married. They can get married inside, but usually they use that for the reception. And yeah. then we have cows here and um, we, we got, I think we have almost 30 to 30 to 40 cows because we've had babies, right. a lot of babies, you know, I, I named our last bull, um, the little boy that we had, well, I named him Bull Gaither. So <laughs> I'm, I've named them all. But we have that and we have horses here. I have a new horse named Sugar and she's a little stubborn, but she's the sweetest thing, except when you go and put that bit in her mouth to ride. She right. doesn't, she's not, she's not too good with that yet. <laughs> It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. Yeah, but we've got, it's just, it's so nice out here. It's so peaceful and the sky lights up at night and I've just never experienced anything like this, you know, lived in the city, hustle, bustle, uh, a neighbor on every side. And right. so, um, anyway, it's just, a, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's a lot of work. Oh Let yeah. Me just say that. It's a lot of work. Absolutely. But it's, it's still, um, so beautiful. Yeah. I, uh, I've never really, I think uh, when I was born, my folks lived in Birmingham, but then we moved out to country setting and I've been in, in country basically all my life. But yeah, definitely a transition from the city you were used to, but I, I love, I mean, I, I've watched uh, some of the videos, I've watched, seen a lot of the posts and it's a beautiful place and there's nothing like the serenity of the farm and, and working with animals. I saw that Jason got him a border collie the other day and my dad, oh, yeah, my dad for years has trained uh, working border collies like to, uh, for cattle. Uh, can we send him to your dad then? <laughs> well, dad's now 70 and he's kind of got out of the, uh, yeah, he's, he's a little bit out of that training mode, but. Uh, oh my goodness. But he this did it for years. <laughs> like my other dogs, my my little dachshunds. This dog is not. He's he's like he thinks he's little, but he's huge and he jumps right. and he bites. And, <laughs> I mean, he's not biting to bite. No. It's just like his teeth. He's teething still. Yeah. But it, oh my goodness, it's like I just cringe when he comes around. But he's getting better. They are. He, his name is Scout, and he's he's getting better. <laughs> They are intelligent animals, and that's the thing. Now, he, the biting and some of that activity is just his natural instinct uh, to be ready to grow up and start working those cows for you. But, yeah, that, you know, that kind of lifestyle, oh, I just love it. You know, I, I would take that any day over the, like you said, the hustle and bustle of, of the city. Oh, and Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. And, you know, we pull our bus in and no neighbors get mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that. That's wonderful, too. That is. And you talked about that horse, and I know there's been some ups and downs because, bless his heart, uh, Brother Jason, uh, he had a little run-in with the horse during this first year, didn't he? Yeah, that horse is gone. Um, um, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what happened with that horse. Yeah. I, something he didn't like with Jason or about Jason. I don't know. Yeah. Or Jason scared him. I don't really know what happened, but um, Jason got two breaks on his knee yeah. which was horrendous you know for he just got over open heart surgery yes and uh was back driving when that 
horse kicked him and mm. down he goes again. Yeah, bless his heart. I mean, it has been something. <laughs> this past year, and then he breaks his knee, and like three weeks later, the pandemic set in. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's like, oh, Lord, help us. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, speaking on that, and, and we can kind of dive off here, uh, some of our artists has talked about this a little bit, but yeah, you know, y'all are, are in this transition. Of course, you've got your full-time ministry with your calendar of dates and, 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 you know, that's your, that's your livelihood. That's, that's what, that's, uh, right. that's what provides for the family. And then of course y'all made the transition to the farm and you got your venue and you got all this going on. And then like you said, with the health issues and then here, uh, you know, here comes the pandemic and I know that's been a challenge. Oh Yeah. We had 84 dates canceled and then all of the weddings canceled. Mm. And of course they, they're rescheduling now, but some of them just, you know, you lost them because they had that mandate where you couldn't, you couldn't have anybody. And so, Oh Scott, I can't even tell you. We just wondered, Lord help us because we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know how, if we're going to keep this farm or, or how it's going to work. And then, then Amber had an idea. Uh-huh. She started making candles. Yep. And we thought, okay, well, we'll we'll make candles and we'll sell candles. And we, and then I grew. I've never grown anything in my life. And so I, we planted a garden and I grew um, cucumbers. And I thought, I didn't know how they grew. I thought I'd get like four or five cucumbers, you mm-hmm. know, just be fun. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Those cucumbers, they went everywhere. I mean, every day I had tons and tons of cucumbers. And if you didn't pick them the right day, the next day they were twice the size. So we started making pickles. Uh So we added pickles to the candles. So we had pickles and candles. And then in uh, in our acreage over here, we had blueberries strawberries pears and apples Mm -hmm. well jason's mom knew how to make jams and jellies so we would go and pick everything and she would make them we call them like grandmother's pear preserves or grandmother's strawberry jam Mm -hmm. you know and so now we have pickles candles and jams and then stone um, started making salsa. We so we had added salsa, and then Nathan started making jerky. So we have beef jerky. <laughs> so awesome. we're doing it. It's our uh, farm product, and we're going to start doing a monthly subscription to a farm box. Okay, great. So that got us through. Yeah. I mean, you can't believe how many orders we had yeah. um, through the pandemic, and we would be up you know, 18 hours making all this stuff, but oh, wow. it was such a blessing, you know, that people would order, you know, our products and uh, the Lord just really, really took care of us. And, and another thing we had people, um, just random people sometimes, but people God laid on their heart to bless us and, and they would send us checks or they would pay palace some money. And, you know, every little Done was appreciated. Sure. You know, sure. I mean, if they sent $5, I was thankful for it. And so God's people really took care of us and God took care of us. And so 
we're still here. <laughs> well, and you, you mentioned uh, at the farm and with the weddings and saying all the love and carrying that theme on, thinking about that. And yes, I mean, there's no way around it. Everybody during this time has had at least a moment or some situation of of disappointment or doubt or, or fear or discouragement. Oh, of and uh, we all got depressed. Oh, yeah. And for you guys. Uh, with with that, with and it kind of sounds like you just kind of fell into these products, but that was God showing His love for y'all to provide, and then it was also a great time for the fans who have loved y'all for the through the years to bless you as well. So it's just a continuation of sharing that love, and that's a that's an awesome story. It really is. It's it's and it's it's also living off the land that God provides. Oh yeah, you know because I hate to say it, but there comes a time when the cows go bye-bye. Oh, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) And so that's, it's another way for us to, to be able to provide for our family. And, um, you know, it's, I don't like to think about that. And so when the, (laughs) when that comes, I have to go in the house because I don't like to see it, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to know who's going and who's staying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, I understand. And I'm, I'm kind of a softy on the animal side too, but then there again, that's God's purpose too for, for it. So that's, you know, goes along, but I don't know. You start naming those, uh, calves, you better be careful. Yeah. You, 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 you hate to send bull gaither to, you know. I know, I know. I mean, we have gone as far as going down there when the mom is having a baby and having a pink balloon and a blue balloon for a gender reveal. Oh, my goodness. I mean, in the beginning, we were like the silly city people. It was green acres. That is, oh, now I just got a picture of that. Yeah. That's the truth. Green acres. I am her. (laughs) Oh, that that's great, and so Jason probably does also lean a little bit more into. He probably adapted to the country, right? Um, oh, he did because he he grew up on a farm. Right, that's what I was thinking. His grandfather, yeah. And yeah. so he knew a lot more than me. I didn't have a clue, you know. I just did not know, and you know, we I want to go feed the cows, and I'd get out there. And me and Autumn would go out there, and she she'd take tongs, <laughs> and I'd put on gloves. <laughs> and they're honestly, their tongues must be four feet long. I mean, I've never seen such big <laughs> tongues in my life. <laughs> oh, now every time that I see y'all in person, I'm going to start humming the Green Acres theme. That's not going to be I out know. of my head. <laughs> That's <laughs> fantastic. What will I do when you're gone? Who's going to tell me the truth? Who's gonna finish the stories I start The way you always do When somebody knocks at the door And someone new walks in I will smile and shake their hand But you can't make can't make old friends You can't make old friends It was me and you since way back when Cause you can't make old friends This is Josh Singletary with Tribute Quartet and you're listening to SBM Studio Podcast Love God and love each other 
It really is that simple, y'all. It's been fun uh, on the outside watching, you know, y'all be able to make these transitions and, and to see uh, God continue to, to bless you. And uh, definitely in, in a few minutes when we get through with a couple other questions I'd like to throw your way, I definitely want to give you an opportunity to share with listeners, you know, how they can find these products and, and support y'all. But moving back toward the music side just for a bit and uh, thinking along your history and you said you know sung first note around 13 years old and then of course uh, later on miss eva may uh she retired and you stepped in and i was just curious myself like with your your singing um, i know right now you take it i, I know you do some mentor mentorship uh and i know that you have given some vocal lessons and you're an encourager and you try to help folks and encourage the young folks that are, are getting started and wanting to sing but who are some of the folks that had that kind of an impact on you maybe shaped your stylings or maybe encouraged you as a youngster as you were getting started in the music well um you know i loved a lot of the people in gospel music um uh, like um at the time, Sue Chenault, of course, she was a soprano singer, but I remember hearing her at the uh, quartet convention mm-hmm. singing, I Never Shall Forget the Day. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that is so high. And, of course, Jeannie Johnson has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And and uh, one of my favorite singers was uh, Joy Gardner. I just she had such emotion in her her voice you know of course she could sing the highs she could sing the low but it it was more than that for me there was something about her that was just so special and I think it's just called the anointing oh yeah you know she just had such a a special anointing on her voice and I loved her of course I loved some secular people like um uh the carpenters I loved it oh yes um yeah she was a wonderful singer and um I, I listened to Barbara Streisand. Okay. You know, I'm just, t- I'm not talking about their life. Or sure, that. sure. I'm just basically okay. talking about their voice. And uh, she just had such an incredible voice. But um, yeah, I've had a lot of uh, rounded, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, you, you talk about the secular influences and you, you, you definitely, um, you're in good company here because yes, I mean, I grew up and, and Southern gospel is, is the music that I dearly love. But now, Hey, I, uh, yeah, you spoke of Karen Carpenter and I grew up listening to uh, a lot of the, um, you know, I guess you'd say classic rock, Southern rock, classic country type voices. And they have an they have an appeal too. And actually there's a lot that you can learn on, on, on singing style from those as well. Oh, so. absolutely. Like Whitney Houston. Oh goodness. I mean, to me, <laughs> There's nobody that was any better. I right. mean, she she just encompassed all of all of the above. Right. I mean, and she you, had it. Even though Barbara was such a technically great singer, Whitney had that that touch on her. Yes. And I think that comes from her gospel side. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. And you talked about on uh, when you're talking about uh, Miss Gardner, you're talking about the the anointing, and yes. you know that's a great point because. I in in my year and and I'm not a I've never sung professionally just locally stuff like that but I followed for years and you know there's a difference because I have seen a lot of fantastic singers and but there is just something different when when the spirit gets involved you know you can have a right. te- technically sound singer hitting all the notes doing it correctly 
but if the spirit's not there, it's just nothing like when when that that anointing is obvious. And and you know, I've witnessed that in services. I, I tell you, I, I posted something about this the very first time that you guys came to Kennedy uh, when I was on staff there. Um, you know, we promoted that thing, and and we ended up with a church full for you guys. And I was excited uh, to. I love the music. I love the singing. I, I just knew I loved your music and was looking forward to it. And I honestly, you know, had, I guess you'd say the hay was in the barn. I sat there that night and I'm here to hear some good singing. And uh, you guys got on stage and started singing and it was wonderful. But not only did you sing, but that anointing you spoke about, the, the spirit was, was thick in the place. And I had actually been going through um, kind of a rough patch, ministry, ministerial wise, and you know we always, all of us hit that now and then. And absolutely, um, I was at a place, and all of a sudden it transitioned from me being entertained by some good singing to me being spoken to by the Spirit Aww. and being ministered to, you know, by that. And and that's because I, I think the Spirit is on is on y'all, and and you had that anointing. So that definitely makes a difference for sure. Uh, oh, and it makes a difference for us. It it means the world. I mean, that's why we sing. You absolutely. know, if we weren't gonna sing for the Lord, you know, and and pray that he would touch people, we might as well sing another style. Exactly. You're yeah. right. Because it pays a lot more. <laughs> but but God has put a call on our life to do what we do. Yes. And um, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love what we do. And this year has even enforced that even more. I, you know, when you didn't sing for, you know, five, six months, right. I got so depressed because I wasn't doing what the Lord had called me to do. Yes, ma'am. And then I got scared that we wouldn't ever be able to do it again. And, right. But, you know, God is opening up doors, and I'm just praying that everything turns around, and and um, all, the, all the people in gospel music that sing and stuff will be back out there. Yeah, that's my prayer. I know I know it's been a struggle, and that's my prayer as well for the, the industry to be able to uh, continue and, and not lose anybody along the way. And, and uh you know, thinking along those lines, and I'm, I'm thankful, too, that we are seeing a few dates come back for some of the artists. I, I don't know exactly if y'all have gotten, uh, oh, but but some churches are now starting to at least maybe plan out a little bit and, and get some dates down. So I hope that that continues to filter in on you guys' calendar for sure. Um um, it's just it's just a rough patch. There's a lot of unknowns, but uh, right. you know, even it, it impacted the the granddaddy of them all this year with the National Quartet Convention. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I I had my I was ready to go to NQC, and then uh, of course the and I'm very thankful for the foresight of the board to have a backup plan um, in, in right. place. And so I saw that they had that backup plan. So I went ahead and I hedged. I went ahead and got the ticket for that too, you know. And uh, and uh, but yeah. So you're going from a, a crowd of ten to eleven to twelve thousand for NQC to now we had to restrict the crowd to fifteen hundred in that venue to be able to uh, obey all of the restrictions that are in place in the in the state of Tennessee. But and 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 that has caused a little reduced number of of amount of artists that can be 
had at the at the event as well. So it's impacted everybody. But um, it's it's something we just pray that we're going to I hope we can start seeing a light at the end of that tunnel soon. I know you do. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, speaking about uh, the anointing of services and NQC, uh, just through, and you said 43 years of singing. Um, any venues or any particular moments through your career stand out above others it's just something uh you know just some of your your favorite memories from your days on the road wow we had so many um you know we've done so many different things i tell you one that was recent was the cayman islands of course just going to the cayman islands is great yeah but those people were so hungry for our music. Oh, yeah? And they they loved everything we did. I mean, they loved it. They bought all of our product. And it was just so neat to sing for a new crowd who just is so hungry. Yeah. You know, it's like going to a new territory where they haven't heard you 5,000 times. You yeah, know? right, right. And, um, and they don't get it very often. And so that was really um, that was an incredible experience to walk out and sing for them. And, you know, they got us. I mean, they, they understood and they laughed. They laughed at the joke. Oh, that's and, good. <laughs> and we went and we had their, what's that called? Jerk, uh, jerk chicken. Oh yeah. The jerk chicken. Yeah. So we ate at one of their, um, establishments there. And I mentioned it that night and they just thought that was the greatest thing. You know, that <laughs> I got, I got to eat at their, uh, jerk chicken place right and so that was one time you know and we loved uh, of course we always loved the bill bailey dates and uh-huh. i hate to start naming things sure. but yeah frank arnold was a was just uh we had some incredible times in houston and and uh oklahoma tulsa is one of my favorite places so there's just you know lots of dates like that um I can't think of, you know, the West Coast. We love going over there. And we love, love, love all of the Gaither dates. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Bill yeah. is incredible. Such a mentor. And and he knows how to call a program. And and it, although they're long programs. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're up there for a long time. But he is, too. You know, he's like the Energizer Bunny. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, because he's you like know. 83, 84, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 84. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I always enjoy uh, catching uh, all those Gaither events. And yes, I mean, Bill has not lost a step when it comes to his production and his, like you said, the stage management, calling, uh, obeying the Holy Spirit, taking the program in the direction that it needs to go. Those are also awesome dates. and. And, uh, you know, I was all, I'm very thankful, you know, I know that Mr. X was involved in the beginning of the Gaither videos and, uh, yeah. I was very thankful, you know, I, I'm different now. I'm, um, I don't mind telling my age. I'm, I'm in mid forties. I'm 46 and you're just a baby. Uh, well, I don't know about all that, but, uh, I don't feel <laughs> like it, but, um, but I, I'm, I'm strange in the fact that I really have an affinity for the history of Southern gospel music and, you know, the groups of the fifties and sixties and early seventies. And it was really neat to me for Bill to bring so many of those heroes back and give them another round in front of a new crowd, a new audience. And, and, and it really revived. Yeah. Uh, it really revived a lot of those singers. 
Um, right. But yeah, I, I definitely love, I'm glad that y'all are still associated with that. And uh, Oh, yeah. Bill calls every week. He calls Jason every week. And so... A funny story about Bill and his calls, because one time when I had you guys, um, I think we had, uh, yeah, we actually had had agreed to a date. Um, I don't think that the, the paperwork had come yet from um, the booking agency, but uh, Jason gave me a, a call and he's like, um, we need, basically what happened was, was Bill called. <laughs> <laughs> and so like i'm like oh i totally understand uh that uh i know where y'all will be that weekend you're gonna be with bill <laughs> so but, but 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 we were able to quickly reschedule i'm just saying that was funny i i can say that i uh i got bumped for bill one time in my life so that's pretty cool I got bumped for Bill, but uh, that's awesome. But yeah, I know, and I totally understand that there's as many times and in many places you've been, it's hard to pick out one, and you don't want to alienate anybody. But I, I just know that uh, I know you've got a, a lot of great stories from the road, a lot of uh, experience. You know, thinking about that for anybody, a young person or a young group or not so young group, just trying to make that transition. I mean, just from your years' experience, would you, if you, if you, if you were back to your, you know, uh, late teen, early twenty self, what kind of advice would you have for someone who was looking to uh, to get started in the in the genre? I, my advice would be to be prepared. You know, you never know when God's going to put you in a place, whether you might be a preacher or whatever, you got to be ready. And so if you're going to be a singer, you need to take voice lessons. You need to learn to read music, everything you can do to better yourself and make you, uh, your hearing better, you know, and reading better. Um, I, I suggest learning as much as you can, because once you're there, there's no stopping. I mean, it's like you can't turn back time. Right. So you got to be ready and you got to be prepared. And, and that would be my advice, um, just to, to, to get, do everything you can. Absolutely. Prepare yourself. That's good. That's good stuff. And yeah, I, uh, uh, I think it was two or three episodes ago, I was speaking with uh, a youngster, um, Riley Harrison Clark. Uh, he's soloist now, was with Tribute Quartet. And he was talking along those same lines about, and, and kind of was going along to that anointing, that following the Holy Spirit. And he was talking about the being prepared. You know, he was saying, if you're having to think of the placement, if you're having to think of the note or think what you're going to do and this, where you're going to stand, how you're going to hold the mic, if you're thinking of all that, and that's all in your mind, then you're not going to be aware and able to listen to the Holy Spirit and follow the Spirit. Right. You got That's got to be second nature. That's got to just be second nature. You got to have your breathing down, you know, diaphragm and, and uh, know where all the placements are, you know, and warm up before you go on, you yeah. know, all those kind of things. Yeah. And if, you know, if, if you're a musician, take, music lessons and learn to play the best you can play yeah because a mediocre player you know is just well what it says mediocre you know we need we need great and we do have great players and great singers sure in do. our industry sure do so i'm sure all of them i took voice forever i even flew um because there was a great teacher um in chicago i would fly to chicago uh twice a month get on the train and ride out to Midway 
and get off the train and take a voice lesson, get back on the train, go back to the airport and fly home. Wow. That's how important it was to me to make sure I had as much knowledge as I could have. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's a great point. Cause you did, I, I will, I'll, I'll compare the singers, um, in Southern gospel music. I, I'll put them up against any genre as far as talent and uh, musicianship and all, but you're right. That didn't just, you know, yes, God, uh, God gifts and he, and he gives talent and, and he anoints, but those that, that comes with a lot of work that comes with a lot of hard work to get to oh, the point. Absolutely. So, Matter of fact, Karen and I, Karen Peck, uh-huh. we were taking voice lessons at the same time, not from the same teacher, of course, she was in Gainesville, but we would get back on the bus and we would discuss what the teachers had said, and and it was an interesting thing that Karen, when she first came with us, she was very thin, and I my tone was too broad. So we both learned, she learned to thicken her tone, and I learned to thin mine out, and I will tell you, I thought, I, I'm not patting ourselves on the back, but I thought our blend yes. was like we were related. I oh, mean, yeah. it was so good. And Karen and I got to where we could just look at each other and we knew we were going to do something. We were going to flip parts or, you know, if I got sick or she got sick, we could we could sing each other's part. Like one time she got sick on a, a TV show and Daddy called the song uh, Wonderful Change. And it's it's oh, like, yeah. there's been a wonderful change in my soul. Anyway, I had to do Karen's part. <laughs> and so, I mean, it wasn't as good as Karen does it, but at least I can do it being an alto. And right. so yeah. it, all that training, it comes into play in, in times like that where you can, you know, you can do something different and off the cuff and um, it just really helps to be prepared. Oh yeah, oh, that was evident uh, back in the day with you and Carrie. You know that that's one thing with the Neelands family now. You talking about family harmony? Um, goodness, with uh, with you and Autumn and Amber, uh, that's just natural blood it family really harmony. Is. But you and Karen basically sounded like y'all grew up in the same house together. I mean, that's how tight you were. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny, but sometimes you know it's it's really hard to tell. We, you know who's singing when they do solos, but with me and Amber and Autumn, mm-hmm. the harmony's so tight. We sound so much alike. Yes. You know, when we sing together, that it's hard to tell who's doing what. You're right. It is. It really is. But uh, that, that's something. Well, yeah, that, uh, hey, I appreciate, um, I really appreciate those answers and kind of giving our, our listeners a little insight there. And uh, I'm learning a little bit too as we go, but uh I don't want to keep you too awful long. I know you're busy, um, but I thought maybe at this point in time, if you want to, uh, it would be a great time to tell listeners uh, how they can. We've talked about a lot. You've, you've spoken about your new project that's available. You spoke about the, the farm to table uh, products that you've got. Maybe take a, a moment and just kind of go over with listeners how they can, uh, first of all, maybe connect with y'all on your social media play pages and then where they can go to look to buy your products. Okay. Um, well, we have a website and it's the Neelands.com, the Neelands, N-E-L-O-N-S.com. And that has basically everything. But if you want to order farm products, we haven't quite got the website ready, but you can go on our Facebook page and it's the Neelands on uh, Facebook and message us on, on the inbox okay. and we can take your order and we can show you what we have. 
when you message us. We have also we have Instagram, uh, the Neelands official, and the Neelands on Twitter, um, and so you can find us on everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much everything. Yeah, pretty much. Now it seems like everything is moving. Uh, of course, you've got to have your static web pages for um, you know for informational purposes and stores and stuff like that. But boy, I tell you, everybody connects now on that social media, so you got to have it going. And and y'all do a good job on your social media. Whoever runs that for you does a good job as far as uh, keeping everything up to date and, and and giving the folks. But yeah, highly recommend. I've I've been I've been purchasing and supporting uh, Neyland's recordings for years and always top top quality so i definitely recommend that you go and then check out the new project and and then yeah that uh, the farm to table products in that line sounds uh, very uh, very interesting too so highly recommend that and i want to take just a moment again to thank listeners for your support uh, we really appreciate it, y'all. Y'all are helping spread us around. We're really growing at a rate faster than we expected to, and, and that's all about uh, the support that you guys give us. I do. Most of y'all probably came across this over a Facebook post, so uh, y'all know how that works. Uh, it really helps us if you'll share that post. So if you'll share this podcast by sharing Facebook posts with your friends, uh, that would be a great help. When you listen to us on your podcast platforms, most of them have an option to follow or to subscribe. So if you would uh, consider doing that, that way you won't miss the next episode. And that kind of helps us get out there as well. And then finally, you have an option usually on your podcast platforms to rate and review the podcast. That also makes us a little more popular on the platform. So we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, uh, you know, our purpose is to positively promote Southern gospel artists and the industry, try to encourage listeners, and that just blesses us to be able to do that. But your support continues that effort, so we definitely thank you for that. Uh, Kelly, before we go, uh, one thing that I've asked our artists to do, again, we've talked about the times. We've talked about everything that folks are going through this year. 2020, you know, there's a lot of little jokes floating around all over social media about what's next, you know, and all that to say, it's a very natural human response to have, you know, the anxiety, the the fear, the 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 about the uncertainty. So I thought I'd like to give our artists just a moment, maybe if you'd like to share a word of encouragement with our listeners. Uh, I know they would appreciate that. Well, I would just say that um, no matter what we go through, no matter what we face, whether it's um, sickness or pain or death or you know loss of uh, income. God is always there and he can be trusted. He is not caught off guard Amen. and he loves us and he loves, he loves the listeners. He loves the artists. He loves all of us Amen. and he loves us all the same. And he will provide everything that we will ever need because he holds us in the palm of his hand Amen. and I trust him. And so, you know what we do when we're going through all these times, when we hurt, we sing. When we cry, we sing. When we're happy, we sing. When we go through great trials, we sing. So through everything that we do, we sing and we give praises to the Lord. Amen. So thank you so much for sharing that. And, and what a what a great world. In all things, give thanks. You know, and that's it. And that's 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 the spirit of of God living within within us. To, to even in those times, there's there's an urge within us to to give in the praises. And, and and you're right, not caught off guard, uh, not surprised, and He's totally in control. So really thank is. you so much for sharing that. And 
I tell you what, Kelly, I really thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope it's been semi-painless at least. And uh, Oh, it's been wonderful. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you down the road. And uh, maybe uh, one of these days, uh, not too far down the road, we may try to get a few more of the members of the Neelands to, to interview. But uh, I definitely thank you for taking this time. And I just appreciate you so much. You, uh, you mean a lot to... Uh, uh, to me, my family, and my ministry, and we just appreciate you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Well, thank you all again for listening in for another episode, and uh, until next time, we'll see you around the bend. Thanks for listening to today's episode of SBM Studios Podcast. Until next time, this is Jason Baines reminding you to love God and love each other. It really is that simple, y'all.